Vols are taking an assistant coach. We're going to break them both down right now. Linebackers coach William Inge. Now, on the surface, I don't expect you to know if he's a great recruiter, if he's a great assistant coach or any of that, if he has aspirations of being a head coach, if he's um, a real up-and-comer or if he's happy being an assistant. What I will tell you, though, is he was reportedly headed to Alabama where he'd reunite with Kalen DeBoer. So this goes back to my contention that everything is burning down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and the future will will determine whether or not I'm right, Caleb, and whether or not that's a good hire. But as for right now, can you imagine, possibly imagine, four years ago, a coach making this move, vice versa, Tennessee in total, total disarray. The University of Alabama is in the middle of one of the greatest championships in sports history, and now here we are four years later where Inge turns down the University of Alabama and goes to the University of Tennessee instead. That says a lot, my friend. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Um, I I was bullish on it more yesterday. I'm going to – and I wanted to know your take on your read on this, though. Could it be possible that he's just salty about the fact that he's getting a demotion at Alabama because he was a defensive coordinator at Washington and Fresno State, and then Kayla DeBoer went and hired two co-defensive coordinators, and neither one of them was him? And so could it be the fact that he's salty that he's getting a demotion, so he decided to up and leave? Or would you still stay at Alabama for your future? Sure, sure. But he he could also also be salty that they just blew everything up at Washington. He could be salty about the fact that he knows a lot of his guys that he's going to coach at Alabama that are future NFL stars could go elsewhere. I mean, there are a lot of things to get salty about. But if you go back four years ago, I don't care if you're salty or not about the way you might have been handled by then head Alabama coach Nick Saban. He just hired people willy-nilly and would let them go or make them an analyst if he didn't like them. Now, Tennessee's pulling them from Alabama. So I think it's significant, regardless if he was felt jilted by DeBoer. And he probably did. I mean, DeBoer has had to replace his replacements on two or three different occasions. Yeah, that's where I was going, too. And so I think it's half and half. I think you're right. I think he's a little salty that he was demoted. But if this were four years ago, he may have been salty he was demoted, but he still would have stayed at Alabama and not gone to Tennessee, right? Probably going to have an Alabama, like a tattoo on his shoulder because the programs were in such different uh, places. Now, he's had coaching stops at Iowa, Northern Iowa, Colorado, San Diego State, Cincinnati, University of Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, and Indiana. I'm a firm believer that recruiting is a relationship business. If you know how to build relationships, you'll be successful. But I will say this, that list doesn't exactly blow me away as far as places that he has recruited a uh, rick terry jewelry design will blow you away with their jewelry looking for affordable game day jewelry how about the fire opals the tennessee tradition rick terry jewelry.com rick terry jewelry.com so it's not like he's got a garner type of list where he's been at auburn and all these other places where you would expect great ties in the south that being said it's not to say that he can't do it no, he can absolutely do it. Um, I think that, and I think we talked about this a while ago. 
inside linebackers is kind of a position you do want them coaching up guys a little bit. And I think, look, a lot of people are so obsessed with the SEC ties in recruiting. Yes, you need guys on your staff with SEC ties. But you need guys. You don't need everybody on your staff to have SEC ties. And, and I think that's really, really overrated when you really think about it. I mean, I think I think you need, I don't know, four or five. Guys, Jeremy Pruitt had the most SEC tied staff of all time. Derek Dooley had a pretty SEC tied staff. And how'd that work out? Couldn't even get Von Bell out of Chattanooga. Yeah, I, I think it I think it really depends. Um I would like to have SEC ties as opposed to not. Wouldn't you prefer not? And I'm not just hey, talking. How many about... SEC ties did Nick Saban have before he took over at LSU? Uh, none. But I'd have to go Zero. back and look at his coaching staff. Um, I would have to look at his coaching staff to see what ties. No, but I, I agree with you. I think it's a relationship uh, type business. Um, really, the ones, the schools that I would most want to have coaching ties, and it's not to the individual high school coaches and recruiters it's to the i would like to have a coaching tie that i coached with uh somebody at georgia who somebody calls me and just says hey here's the deal with this uh this this guy georgia we don't think we're good enough but we're going to um tell you that uh he's he's good enough to play for you those are the kinds of ties i would like to have so you can pick up some high three star low four star guys maybe Georgia doesn't want. Well, the other underrated part though, is people need to remember this just because a person coached at a school that does not necessarily mean that's where their recruiting ties were. Schools have you responsible for recruiting different areas. So, I mean, just to throw this out there, when Tennessee hired Lane Kiffin in 2009, whatever you want to think about him, everybody thought California ties. Well, guess what? When Lane Kiffin was at USC, he was responsible for recruiting Florida, right? So guess what he had? A lot of Florida ties. And so... I think that, you know, just because a guy coached at Indiana doesn't mean he wasn't recruiting the South. And I think that's something I don't think the school you're coaching at is as big of a deal as where you have been responsible for recruiting. If you want to talk ties to a region, I'll tell you what you want. You want my thoughts, Caleb. It's the most important thing is how whoever the coach is in this case is Inge meshes with banks. I think that's what you wanted. If he can mesh with Banks, and that may just be doing everything that he says to do in the beginning, Caleb. But you've gotta you gotta mesh mesh with Banks, right? Oh, I agree. I have a conspiratorial question, and you can tell me if I'm crazy. Do you think part of the reason Tennessee went for Inge was to was specifically to get the narrative out there that they hired a guy away from Alabama? No. I don't I don't think I don't think people do that sort of thing as often as you do. I, I think that it doesn't hurt that that's a little bonus. I think, you know, you, you, pat I mean, I covered Butch Jones who was obsessed with narrative. So that's where I get these stories. So that's you true. Know. That's true. That's, that's, a, that's a very good possibility. Uh, my question is this, is Tennessee in a better position at linebackers coach now with Inge than they were, were with Jean Marie? I can't really answer that question at this point. Um, and I think it's just key that he steps in and he's a really, really good uh, recruiter. He replaces uh, Brian Jean-Marie. I think a lot of that defensive front is handled by Rodney Garner and to some extent uh, defensive coordinator Tim Banks. I think you just absolutely need to be 
a dogged recruiter. And don't forget, this is new defensive assistant coach. Uh, this is the first one hired under Josh Heupel since he uh, assembled his original staff. So you got to make sure that Tim Banks knows what he's doing. Cause I was told that Tim Banks called the shots and getting Inge on board. And you don't want to start off your, your first project as the, the head coach is seeing if you can do this to, to not doing a good job at that. Kid. Yeah, no, that's very true. And, and, Let's be fair, William Inch has experience as a defensive coordinator in the past, and he's actually coached special teams, and I think there's a little bit of variety there. I think that, you know, there is some importance to having a guy, another guy on your staff that can court that has that has coordinating experience that could help Tim Banks out a little bit. I think that um I think the other part that'll help his experience is going up against Kalen DeBoer's offense so much that he is going to be used to coaching complimentary football to tempo and the spread and things like that, which is kind of a big deal. And again, I think schematically your defensive backs coach, your defensive coordinator and your inside linebackers coach are the three most important coaches on your defensive staff from us that, that help develop the scheme. Right. I, I love Rodney Garner. I don't think he develops any scheme. He teaches his guys how to, how to leverage and then he recruits. Is that fair to say? Yes. No, I think it's completely fair to say. Yeah. And Mike Eckler barely coaches. He tells his guys to run after the quarterback. And so I think you're inside line. There's not a lot of, okay, I guess there's some stunts up front that the defensive line does. That's fair to say. But for the, uh, you know, that's, oh, you, you rush around this edge instead of this edge. We, 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 we sound, we make it sound very sophisticated when we say stunts, right? It's really, you run this way. Or well, this no, way I think that, no, I've, I think it's a little more complicated than that, but I do think that it's going to be up to Tim Banks in year number one to make sure the messages are conveyed. I don't think you're just going to hand it off to a new linebackers coach in year number one. Well, yeah, I'm not. Well, yeah, I was debating in my head about what Rodney Garner coaches a defensive line, though. I'm talking about stunts by the defensive line. I don't think those stunts are that complicated. It's, oh, you either rush around the edge or you rush up the middle or you loop. I don't think there's that, or, or you delay your rush there's not a, there, there's not like three or four different things you could do as a as a defensive lineman on a plane that's about it 